Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of your podcast. COVID. COVID. As always, I'm Joaquin. And I'm Jay, still trying to fix my setup. Still trying to do what he do. Hopefully this week he doesn't forget, like two weeks ago, that his phone is right there next to him. Nah. Hey, we're glad glad to be here. We got a bunch of stuff we're going to be talking about today, as as always. As Um, always. Some stuff planned, some stuff unplanned, but... But, you know, we're going to do what we do, baby. Um, oh, as y'all can see this week, I'm all, I'm fresh, I'm clean, but oh, there we go, I, I finally, so, so, so you're COVID free, finally, COVID free, finally, I, I got let out, you know, I got, let you out your cage, they let me out the cage, so first thing I did Friday was get my hair did, so, get, your hair got, did. get my hair did, I got, I got cleaned up, and, uh, Feeling, you know, feeling good. Getting ready to, unfortunately, get back to work on Monday. But, hey, that's all right. Just got to do what we got to do. That's dope. So how is it? How was your first week of uh, of uh, Mr. Mom? It was weird. It was weird. I had to, um, I have to find a rhythm. Right. Right? I have to find a rhythm. So it was weird because it was my first week as Mr. Mom and running business from home. But then also, um, Sonia had a surgery on Monday. Right. So, you know, it was also taking that into consideration. And yeah, it's just a lot, a lot, a lot. But um, it was, I got to find, I got to find my rhythm. (laughs) This is like, that's just it. I got to find my rhythm. It's the whole... Like trying to get in the rhythm of things, especially now that um, school's about to start again. Which reminds me, I need to fill out some paperwork for the for the state of Georgia <laughs> for for being that he's gonna be uh, homeschooled. Ah, okay. So was he? Is he supposed to start kindergarten, or he's still a year away? No, he's supposed to start kindergarten. Supposed to start kindergarten. Well, ain't nobody starting kindergarten. I don't know about Cobb. I know Gwinnett. Uh, where I'm at, they were like, yeah, kids are staying home. Yeah, I, no, it's online. It's all virtual classrooms. I think the whole state by now, Cobb said the same thing. I know that Gwinnett announced it. Cobb announced it. I think we were first to announce it. Uh, that that's a race that, <laughs> that we would have yeah. win. But, um, yeah, most schools are, most counties have been announcing virtual schooling. Which doesn't matter, virtual or not, he's not going to kindergarten. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna homeschool him. Right, right. Well, I'll be all right. And then in, in about five years, six years, it'll be like, all right, I can't, I'm done with you. Your hormones are kicking in. We're gonna send you to school. <laughs> when he when he hits that 12, 13, you know, you start going crazy. <laughs> Push him right out the door. No, that's it's cool. Funny, I was right, because um, mom came over a couple for a couple days, 
And um, <laughs> if it wasn't so funny, it would have hurt my feelings. He right, was right. like, he said, Grandma, can you can you start coming back to the house? Right? Because remember that she was coming like every day for a while. Right, right. And um, and she was like, Well, I don't know why you miss me. And then he says, Yeah, I miss you. I love you, Grandma, and I want you to be my teacher again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, wait, yo, what the hell, man? Come on, dog. I thought we were boys. It's like, come on, son. Literally, literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was, I was listening. I was, uh, your dad got in the car, and I, I have 95.5 like talk radio, or whatever. Just before I switch over to like yeah, Spotify, can't, can't listen to them anymore. And uh, well, like I said, I listen to them right, 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 right uh, while my phone switches over to Bluetooth, and I just go over to Spotify. And uh, they were talking about it. Was, I don't know if you heard of this. It might be a good idea to look into. But a lot of people started doing these homeschool cohorts, these uh, homeschool groups, um, where they, that way they they kind of they kind of get together and and. Uh, uh, like I know, like uh, my boy Mike out out in Houston, like uh, they homeschool, and they'll they'll do things where they'll get together with other families to go, like nature walks for like science or whatever, you know, just to kind of that way it gives the kids the ability to kind of interact with right, right, so with other so, kids and uh, and it gives the parents an ability. Uh, you, actually, you get a little bit of a break because they get to kind of just do the thing while you're all together. So it's an idea. So um, we, not we, Magda found this. It's something similar, <clears throat> and it's and it's also like a, a faith-based curriculum. I forget what it's called. Something conversations, right? But it's about this lady, who um, it was. It's about um, this woman who was looking for like good faith-based homeschool curriculums right, and right. couldn't find any. So she created her own. Okay. okay. And she was like, uh, she's like a doctor or a scientist or something. And she just created her own. So it's, um yeah, she found that. And what they do is that they have the curriculum for you to take home and homeschool, whatever. But then I think once or twice a week, you have things like that. So it's either like um, experiments that they do as a group at like a church somewhere over here. So we've been heavily considering that. And then tomorrow, today being Sunday, tomorrow, Monday, tomorrow I have a an appointment for Bean to go to um, the School of Rock. Okay. okay. Right, to go to the School of Rock to see um, if he wants to go there for like some for, for music lessons. Right. right. And, that'll, and that'll take care of that. So it's um, a one-on-one lesson and then a group lesson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it, I mean, we bought pizza. It's right next to it's right next to the pizzeria. So we just walked in, and yeah, it's dope. Like he saw everything. There were some other kids there already. So tomorrow he's gonna have like an instructor's gonna be there, and he's gonna, I guess, um, I guess interview the place, right? Like see right, right. and see whether he's better with with keyboard or guitar. Okay. Right, so, 
and then that'll be like the music portion of, <laughs> of homeschool. Well, I mean, that's the thing. The house and yeah, you know, sees other other kids, and it's a social thing. So yeah, and, I mean, that's the thing though, right? Because it's like it's not you know back. It's not like I remember when I was in Texas, the the private Christian school I was at, uh, teaching at, we would play a homeschool a homeschool team for sports. And they had a they had a, a campus um, that was used for athletics, like math and science. Okay. That was it. And so they had people with like master's degrees in science or in math teaching those courses where, you know, parents are like, I mean, you know, I can't teach my kid advanced math. Right. So how do how can I get you know when once they get to that point once they get out of elementary school math I'm out so. What, what, you know, so they would just, that way they would just, you would pay and they would go there for their classes for, for math. And then obviously science, cause you need the equipment, right? And they go there for science and I'll, I always, you know, so you get everything, you get the athletics, you get the, the, uh, socialization, you get all, all of that stuff, which I think, I think is cool. So yeah, man, that's the stuff that, well, yeah, when we get to that point, <laughs> when we get to that point, remember I got Joe, <laughs> With all right. the advanced math. I mean, Magda's great with that, too. But I got Joe. But, I mean, I've taught, like, I've taught Spanish, English, and art, right? So, and then I have mom, like, 30 years, 30-plus 30 right, right. years, um, retired New York City school teacher. So, like, I have all these things set up. But, yeah, I mean, I remember um, Bam Bam. Remember Bam Bam? Uh-huh. He, he, since he was... A musician, right? So that's how he made his money. He was a musician. So his while his wife worked, his kids would homeschool. They would stay with him, and he would home and they were homeschool. And what he did was um was get a YMCA membership. Right, right, right. So he got a YMCA membership, and once a week took his kids to YMCA for to the YMCA for a swim class and basketball and all that. And um, that took care of social. And it took care of um, of like the the phys ed, the physical ed portions of right, the curriculum. Right. And then he's a musician. He's surrounded by musicians, so <laughs> right. That took care of the creative stuff. Well, you know, yeah. He took care of all that's, that, so that's that's my only thing with with uh, with homeschooling is that you got to make sure that you're getting involved in outside of home stuff, whether it's through the church, what like uh, Mike. He, with his son, he does like it's like the equivalent to Boy Scouts. It's, it's called something else, but it's through the church. Um, you know, so so he's one of the leaders. So they go and they go camping and they do Roy all that. Rangers. He's AG. Is it Royal Rangers? I don't think it's Royal Rangers. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. But it this it's like Boy Scouts. So it's kind of that the same idea, right? Yeah. You know, and then you know he's got other things with, for his kid. You know, because he's got like yeah, I, yeah, but, I saw. <laughs> but that's the but that's the the big thing is. I saw online that there's a lot of stuff through um, through Awana also with the churches, right? So, I mean, if you look, there are resources, right? So you never, like, shut down on anything. But, um, dude. Because if not, you're going you're gonna to raise up a weird kid because he never interacts with nobody. Right. right. <laughs> I, I think this week I'll be done with the with the, the preliminary stuff with the garage. Okay. Right. So tomorrow, like yesterday, I was in there just like throwing stuff out, f 
fixing and hanging stuff up. Um, tonight, I'm buying the the soundproof paneling, the foam paneling. Okay. Um, tomorrow, Bean and I are going to start painting the wall. I'm going to paint one side, just one wall. <laughs> just one wall. <laughs> right? Um, when I have to hang the, the shelf. Hang the shelf. Put the desk out there. Um, all my office supplies will now be right. school supplies. <laughs> be a combination of. Right? Yep. Right. So uh, then I have to pick up the tripod from Michael. Um, put up the soundproof thing and whatever. Uh, I have to order. I found this dope. I'll send you the link. I found this dope um, Superman neon sign. Of the Superman shield. Oh, okay. Right. So you know, cause it can't can't <laughs> can't be official unless there's something official there. Right, and, right, right. And right. um, and then the shelf is so funny. The shelf is is to is to display all the different pops in my statues. Nice. There we go. There we go. <laughs> my grandma asked me. It's so funny. She asked me, "Are you gonna put all the pops? Have all the pops there?" On the shelf, I'm like, yeah, as well as many as I can, because it's, it's all in the boxes still. So like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea because it could get dusty. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you cared. <laughs> I thought you just wanted them. I thought you wanted them out of the living room because if you, it's been a while since you've been to the house. But I have the entire Justice League um, hidden in different locations downstairs in the living right, room. Right. <laughs> Like behind behind picture frames, behind behind the vases, <laughs> and they're just they're like this. They're just peeking. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's gonna get dusty. Uh, they get dusty in the house. It's, it's not no, but that's what it is. Like today, she was dusting everything. It's so weird, right? Today she's dusting. Yeah, and she took them out, right? And then she put them back, and she positioned them the way I had them, right? <laughs> so she went from telling me, "What are you doing? Get these things out of here! You're ridiculous!" to Taking care of them and positioning yeah. them. Again. It's, it's become part of the background. Yeah, it really has. It really has. So, it's, it's so speaking. Of, so speaking of Superman Shield. Uh, oh, and the, Superman, and the Superman sign you gave me is going up too. So, so I gave you a Superman sign. Yeah, with the 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 words, the words Superman, like in oh, the old school, right. in the old school writing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I had it at my office, so now it's so, going to be my new office. Well, speaking of Superman, did you notice Zach just what's it called? Just Con? Justice Con. Justice Con was on. Which I school. completely forgot was going on. And they had Snyder on yesterday. <clears throat> Two things. Number one, he said he would rather burn the movie down. He'd rather burn the movie than play any. Of the footage shot by Weedle. Yo, and when I saw that headline, I thought that he had seen the movie and was completely disgusted and pissed off. But apparently, he still hasn't seen the movie, and he's going by everything that he's heard. Right, and he's only going by what he shot. <laughs> right. So he would rather blow it up and burn it down than use any Joss Whedon footage. I've been saying this on the jump. And Zach, we trust. <laughs> now, I will say this. The Batman scene at the beginning was dope. And that was a Whedon shot. I don't... Oh. It, it, 
was it was it completely Whedon or was it inspired by the original? Because you remember, in the from what from what we read years ago, um, that was inspired by the original, except that it was supposed to be it, it, the outcome. Everything was was supposed to be different. I don't know. I don't know if it. I I had understood that it was it was completely shot by Whedon, because the actor that was playing the the criminal, the crook, the thief. Yeah. Was like originally it was supposed to be like a humorous, supposed to be a funny scene. It was supposed to be funny. And then they changed it to that more serious tone. I like that scene. You know, but if it's not there, I that's fine. I can always yeah. just watch it that was, one it scene. Was a, it was a cool scene, but I'm not gonna cry about it if I don't see it again. You know what I mean? Uh, like I mean, like, I just I thought it was the best. Man, that scene was dope. Okay, yeah, it was. So I, I'll just watch the first 10 minutes of Justice League and then move on. Right. But then also the second thing was, see, and again, I was right. I was right. It wasn't Green Lantern. It was Superman. Right. It was Superman. But the bonus is that it was Superman in the black suit. In the black suit. Now, right? originally Which, it was shot. Originally okay. it was shot in the red and blue. Right. And they digitally colored it in. Now, here's a question. Is that original? Or is that sat going, I'm going to throw this bone out there for the fans? Yo, you know, you ask those questions. And it makes me wonder. Ready? It mm -hmm. makes me wonder. If these chuckleheads, and I'm not saying that as an insult to take anything away from what they did. But if these like just regular people put together this Zoom broadcast justice, you know, Justice Con, whatever, and Zach is just talking to like anybody and everybody. I think I'm gonna shoot my shot and see if we can get Zach on the Overflow podcast. Well, to be fair, those chuckleheads have a large YouTube platform as content creators. Yeah, I don't care. I'm still gonna shoot my shot. Right, I'm known for shooting shots, kicking down doors, or whatever. I'm gonna do it for us. Let me see. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe he'll listen and he'll see all the episodes <laughs> that we have done that have to do with him and the Snyder Cut and everything. And be like, you know what? These guys don't have all these numbers, but they're real fans. Let me do this. Right? Uh, for them. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Right. Like, they're good Christian kids. They love Superman. They love all my work. Yeah, let's do it. Ah. Or he'll be like, oh, they're Christians. Ah. No, because remember, he's a Christian. He uses a lot of hey, religious symbols. He uses, he uses the symbols. Maybe he don't like us. <laughs> oh, but the no, whole, but yeah. The whole so, fact so, of Batman using a spear to kill Superman, right? There's a, there's a lot of symbolism, right? We, 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 we uncovered that already. We talked about that already. Yeah, but. So, and it, and it, so, yeah, so it looks like they're going to do the black suit up to a point maybe or for the whole movie. We don't know yet. We don't know, but still, right? Because they made it seem like they made it seem like the only time the black suit was in the movie was in the ship, right? Where he came, where he came back and he was in right, the ship. It shit. was a behind the scenes. Was, right. Black suit, red and blue suit. And he was like, uh, no, nah, let me just go with the red and blue suit because that's what I've been using, right? Like something like that. But, you know, he has it on. 
Like, he's rocking that joint. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's like. So, yeah, so it'll be, yeah, I'm excited. And then they're dropping the actual trailer. Uh, at Fandom. At next Fandom. Month. So, so these that, might be the tra- that might be the trailer of the week. We're not getting any sleep that day. That might be the trailer of the week for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it can't be. It'll be, the, it'll be the trailer of the week until the second trailer. And then for the trailer. And then the teaser, and then the TV, the the TV cut trailer. Like it'll be that until it actually drops on HBO Max. So yeah. HBO Max. You know, let's continue to, to continue the thread of the segue. Um, apparently, and you sent this to me. Um, season three of Titans will be on HBO Max. Uh, on both. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't matter. It'll be on HBO Max, right? And I and I specified that. I was going to bring back, go back to the both thing because everything now is is doubling down, right? So everything, with the exception of Doom Patrol, everything is DC Universe, HBO Max. Harley Quinn is also, like, pretty soon, DC Universe, HBO Max. Um, Stargirl, I don't think Stargirl's on HBO Max. No, they're, they're moving her to CW. DC Universe and CW, Stargirl, and now it's just going to be on the CW. Right, which which is is almost like a uh, like a slow rollout, right? Like a like like a slow dissolving of well, of DC Universe as as the the app for for DC related content. Well, you know, they with ended, the exception of comics. They ended the annual. They ended the annual membership too. I didn't like know. Yeah, you can't renew a uh, DC Universe. You can't renew for the year. You so just only money. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, right? And they got rid of a couple of shows. Now the the, the one thing is, and then we've talked about this before. They need to yeah, they so need to do a all the old time. Superman movies on HBO Max. Was that? Did you see all the old Superman movies yeah. are not on HBO Max? Yep. Like even Superman Four. Quest for Peace. Yep. All right. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was just saying that. Yeah. You know, uh, there's two things. Number one, if they can figure out how to how to uh, get some of these current uh, comic book uh, that they drop, uh, to, uh, you know, whether they release it a, a week later or a couple of weeks later um, of the current stuff, they get yeah. that and they do a eight a seven ninety nine or nine ninety nine. <laughs> For the DC Universe, just as a comic book, because it's a great comic book reader, too. Right, it is. That'll be dope. And then number two is, honestly, they, HBO needs to look at uh, Dis, at Disney Plus and how they, they've got their stuff set up. And they need to straight up bite. You know, um, <clears throat> because Disney Plus has it laid out right. You know, at the very top, you have the groupings. Right. Oh yeah, they have the the Disney, the Disney Junior, Marvel, Nat Geo. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right, and then <laughs> on the true. bottom, HBO Max, you got to look for it. Right, the HBO Max is all the way at the bottom, not mm-hmm. at the top. So they need to really flip that, you know. And then you have your like continue watching your or, or your watch yeah. list or continue watching. Here's the new right. stuff. And the they new really, stuff. I think they really need to look at that and kind of flip it. I think it'll be much better because. 
right right now if you want to if you want to go look at the dc stuff you got to scroll down mm-hmm. right yeah. instead of instead of it being right right off the rip right at the top so that's the only the only thing that i think hbo max needs to, to kind of really start looking at you know looking as at far, doing as far as the the you the ui the, the ui as far as the ui definitely like you got to scroll down for the DC content, the the um well all the extra content, DC, Cartoon Network, Crunchyroll. Right, the stuff that they've got grouped. Right, you got to scroll yeah, down. For the it. non for the non HBO stuff, you right. have to really scroll down and look for it. Right off to the and then it's also off to the side. The, right, right. It's not even on the bottom of the main interface. Right, right? it's like, off to the side as a side right, as right. a side. Oh, like if you not to use UDS Ford to so I can access HBO Max, right? It's to the side on the app. It's all the way at the bottom. Right. So look. yeah. Let me show you what we're talking about. Yeah, the one that the the one Sunday I don't bring um I don't bring the iPad. So this is what we're meaning, right? So for HBO, this is the HBO Max app, right? So to find it, you gotta press. Did I get it? Oh, I got it. Yep. The navigation and then go through all of this all the way to the bottom right. and that's yeah. where you see the content yeah so it has dc sesame turner classic cartoon network looney tunes adult swim crunchyroll and studio ghibli but you have to you have to do all of that right so the main the main content is just straight up hbo stuff right so and i know it's hbo max but um you know, guys like us, we we were excited about the app and jumped on it before with the pre-order because right, right. of all of the DC content that was going to be on it, much more than the HBO content. Because if right, you wanted right. HBO, we could have gotten HBO Now or HBO Go yeah, if yeah. it was just HBO, right? So yeah, yeah, you're right. The user interface needs um needs some work. Needs some tweaks to it, and I think but it'll. Be- I'll tell you, man, like. HBO Max is so content heavy. It's a little overwhelming still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I've, I've haven't even dove into a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm like, I, I nibble at the edges because it's so much stuff. Yeah. Even exactly. though right now, I'm, even though right now, um, I just started season two of the Boondocks. Went back to watching that. Still hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, and then, uh. You know, started just trying to watch other 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 shows or whatnot. So, go from there. Yeah, we've, but, we've been uh, trying to watch a new, find a new series to watch, but it's so much. There's so much. So we've been watching Oops. movies, but then, uh, The Wire. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I just finished that one. That was really good. Um, yeah, I got, we got to get back to watching that. I was thinking of watching um. Getting Magda into oh my gosh, I just brain farted. And it's a silent but deadly. Uh-oh. Like I can see it in my head, but I can't the the mobster one. Um Boardwalk Empire or Ooh. No, not that one, but that's a good one too. Sopranos. The Sopranos, yeah. Yeah. She would like that. Maybe, maybe it's just me. Yeah. So on a side note, I watched Scoob the other day. Finally. 
Uh, it was good, and I love the intro because it the intro was that like callback to all like the old yeah. original Scoob stuff. And even the original series, like it the original great. intro. Mark Wahlberg was hilarious as the Blue Falcon. Right. Yeah, the whole the whole movie. I mean, I think now we've seen it like maybe five or six times. But it's one of those movies that's so good that it's not annoying to watch it again. It's like, oh, you got to watch it. No, pick something else. Let's watch something else. Like, it's not annoying. It's like, oh, we want to watch Scoob. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Ask that was yeah. dope. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad you finally watched it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. Of course you did. That's like, that's that's what we grew up on, watching like the Scooby-Doo. Oh, but just... And also, HBO Max, they have the Scooby-Doo mystery season, so... And I wasn't expecting Captain Caveman. I yeah, was... I did not want to give you any spoilers. I did not want to give you any spoilers. I told oh, you it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of stuff in there that and like the bad guy, uh, what's his name? Um, Dick Dastardly and Muttley. Dick Dastardly. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. Did you notice the there was a lot of stuff in the background too, like um when they were at the carnival, and they went to hide, and they went to hide in the in whatever building. Like when they were putting the stuff in front of the door, it was a it was a um, Hong Hong Kong Fui video game. It was a Penelope Pit Stop video game, right? Ah. Like like all the old Warner Brother cartoons, right? Um, that was yeah. fantastic. So it was like a lot of like a lot of throwbacks that like you have to really watch, like in the background, like the background sees the posters, like billboards, whatever. It was dope. But Captain Caveman with Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. Yes. Yeah, if they do a Captain Caveman movie with Tracy Morgan, yeah, I'll I mean, be good. I will watch that joint. I mean, I mean um, you know, I'll let the kids watch it. Yeah, yeah, no, but that was that was fantastic. Yeah, what a nice oh. set of wheels. Whatever wheels are, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> like it was ill. It was ill. I used to love Captain Caveman, right? Yeah. And then he said it. Like he did the he did the call. Right. right, he did the call, the Captain Caveman call. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, so that even was... the, ending, the end credits was like the the Super Friends type group that they created, right? With Captain Caveman, the shark guy. I don't remember his name right now. Right, the end scene. Right. Sorry. Oh wait, that was a that was a after credits. No, um, during the end credits. Oh, I must have missed that one. I must have shut it off with the bed. Yeah, probably. During the end credits, they had, like, posters, oh, new heroes, and it was, like, all all these throwbacks. Because I think it was with um with the Blue Falcon, Captain Caveman. All right. Ah, oh, that's what's up then. I'll I'll uh, I'll do I'll do I'll double check in a little. I'll double check once we're done. Cause uh. Yeah, I used to love watching Blue Falcon too, man. I mean, all all of those. And that's the thing now, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something real parental. I'm gonna say something real parental right now. What's right? That? Uh, like, 
all those cartoons, all those cartoons back in the day, they were so much cleaner, right? There wasn't innuendo. There was no indoctrination, right? right. It was just, it was just goofy fun, right? It was just goofy fun, right? Just a whole lot of imagination. Like it was, it was dope. Now, now you really got to watch what the kids are watching. Yeah, and I everything is about, you know, pushing pushing some, or at least they were clever about it back in the day if they were pushing something. Right? <clears throat> They're, like, subtle about it. Yeah. Now, not now, not so much. Okay, I'm, I am I pull it up. I'm, I'm seeing it now. <laughs> I knew you would. Great fate. <laughs> The shark. What was the shark's name? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I couldn't remember. For the life of me, I couldn't remember. Oh, Johnny Quest? That's right. Johnny Quest. Johnny which Quest is now is... also on HBO Max. I started That's watching right. it. The, the dad. Mike Pence. Mike Pence looks like, uh, like the guy Quest, from Johnny man. Quest. Yeah, exactly. Like the other guy. Like the bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, nah, man, but that's dope. Um, what we got? Oh, let's go ahead and talk about. We got. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, trailer of the week. Um, uh, would you? Well, you notice I chose two. You chose two. So I, I, I'm leaving it to you to discuss which one. So I, you know what? I'm gonna go with the one you don't think. Um, I liked the. Uh, no, you're going to go with the one I know you're going to go with. Which one is it? The Liam Neeson one. Yes, made in Italy. <laughs> that's why That's why I put them both. And I told <laughs> It's so funny because I told Magda. I was like, I don't know. I kind of like them both. Right? And she was like, yeah, but come on. The sappy one? Uh, and I was like, hey, I like sappy movies. I remember. I do the podcast with Kinito, who also likes sappy movies. It's funny. I have the one woman... In creation, who would rather see a shoot 'em up action movie, no comedy, no nothing, than like go see like a romantic or sappy movie, <laughs> even right. if it's a rom com. Like, uh, my, girl makes, like my girl makes fun of me when we watch them. Like she'll watch it, but then she then she calls me names if I get emotional. <laughs> no, Mark doesn't get emotional. Like she doesn't bother me. She doesn't make fun of me. She's like she'll um, like cause she's super. You know that she's super emotional. So she'll look at me like, where'd you put this movie on? Like, she's bawling. Hey, I'm not crying. You're crying. Shut up. And I'm like, I just wanted to know if you wanted something to drink. <laughs> right? But um, but if it was her, her preference, like if it was her choice, like right, I right. remember, like for our anniversary, I was all set to bite the bullet and see Les Mis. And she was like, wait, didn't the new Die Hard come out? Let's go see that. I'm like, yeah, I love you so much. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. So, but made in Italy, made in Italy. It ah, it looks dope. Liam Neeson, his son, trying I, to fix Liam up Neeson, his house. Not, not, not trying to, not trying to save anybody that was taken. No, he's just trying to save his relationship with his son. Right, and the, and the and the house, and the house that he loved his mother in. Right, so. Right, his wife. No, I'm, I meant the son's mother. Oh, the son's mother. Right. Right, right. Since you mentioned the son, yeah, okay, but uh, yes, yes, but no, yeah, it, 
was like, man, I was watching. I was like, ooh, where's it coming out? So the other one we could save for next week. But yeah. uh, Made in Italy is one of those movies I watch by myself. Yeah, it's a movie that I'll watch by myself first, and then I'll watch it again with with, with Magda. Like that, all the all the sappy stuff I'm already prepared for since I already saw it, so I'll just watch it with a straight face. Right. Right, you cry in private so you don't have to cry in public. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. You cry in private so that you don't have to cry in front of people and your girl won't make fun of you. That's right. Well, she probably will because she'll be like, oh, you you watched this already, didn't you? You cried. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I did. Um, All right, and then the song of the week. Dude, like, I'm... Yeah. I'll be be looking forward to... um, To that, to that movie. And then song of the week. Uh, artist name is Brandon Lake. It's called. Who's supposedly connected to Bethel Music, which was okay. So that's. So I found this like I was telling. I found this suggestion on YouTube. Right. I found this suggestion on YouTube, and. Okay, I'm sorry. I just I saw that his his pin his pin um comment on the video. Oh. So it was suggested to me by YouTube. Right? And I saw the 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 image of him, the hat, the hair, right? The guitar and I'm like this does not look like Bethel worship like whatever. Right. So like what's going on here? So it was that curiosity right that um made me click on it. And it's dope. Like, I love the sound. It is so far from a normal Bethel worship sound that I actually love it. <laughs> right. Right. And it's called I Need a Ghost, which, especially with Bethel, will raise a lot of flags because, you know, racism shall not pass. Um, but, but it's about, it's about the Holy Ghost. Right. It's about the Holy Ghost, right? And the comment that he that he put here saying, you know, hey friends and fam, some context for the song you're about to hear. The song is about the Holy Ghost because there's only one Holy Ghost. It's a personal one written from a place in the past, realizing I needed something more than the world can offer, and realizing it's the power and relationship of the Holy Spirit. Hope you enjoy it, right? So it's pretty dope. Pretty dope. The song is dope. And um, it'll be on our website. <clears throat> yeah, well, and and I've already put it in the playlist. We still have the Overflow playlist on uh, Spotify. Spotify. So I'll also be there. Check so, that playlist out. Are you just out. adding songs to it? It's like growing to like thousands of songs. <laughs> no, I've, uh, you know, because normally it was, it was to put all the songs. Right. I was looking at it today and I think... Uh, and there are some songs that I just heard and I like, so I added them to it. And I think <laughs> I'm gonna, I think uh, I'm gonna we're gonna you know since we're kind of picking back up song of the week, we'll go ahead and start adding maybe a couple of songs every week. That maybe just, we should oh. maybe we should um, refresh it each month. Anyway, whatever. All right, uh, we'll uh, figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Speaking about it, about Holy Ghost. You like these segues, right? These segues. So, 
Our Relevant Magazine reports a study from the Barna Group that millennial Christians value speaking in tongues more than any other generation, which to me personally, growing up charismatic, growing up Pentecostal, I found that to be a little bit surprising. Right, right. Right? Not this. Not, not because not because I grew up Pentecostal, but because all these Barna studies that show that millennials are less likely to share their faith. Millennials are less likely to um, be missional. Millennials are, right? So to see that millennials are more, I guess, are, are hungrier for a move and an act and a sign from the Holy Spirit, right? It like it's it kind of surprised me. I'm not even right. gonna. If I'm you not take gonna it like that, huh? If you take it like that, I did take it that way. Cause <laughs> I think that, and and this has been my experience. So I'm only speaking about my experience, but any, and uh, for the most part, all speaking in tongues uh, experiences that I've had, that I've been around, that I've witnessed, uh, were very uh, emotional. And I think that I wonder, I don't know, right? But I wonder if part of the reason that that this is is a thing with them. Uh, like wanting to, it's because there's maybe a bit of an emotional component tied to it. Uh, millennials, as we've seen, right? They're 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 very all about their feelings and their truth and their whatever. So I, I you know, when I was reading this, I was like, that's interesting, because of the things Jay said. You know, wait a minute. They're they're all about. They want to experience the Holy Spirit. They want to do the speaking in tongues thing. But then when you talk to them about things like hell or evangelism or right or, or or sin and they're like oh no 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 that's that's different right so so I was wondering because they're so emotional they're so tied millennials are very tied to their emotions if part of that is because there is some kind there's like an emotional release so you're like, yes, I want to feel. It's all about the f feelings. Speaking in tongues, you kind of get this, um, you know, it's not a dry liturgical thing, right? You don't speak in tongues liturgically. You know, oh, blah, blah, shambakalakalaka. You know, no, it's like, you know, there's, there's crying and there's this movement. So that was my thought when I read this because I was like, that's very interesting. Well, to that. To that, it also does say that ethnic and racial minorities were far more likely than their white peers to value, you know, praying in tongues and white Christians are value more liturgy, right? So when, when, when you break it down like that, it does shine a different light. Then it makes more sense, right? right? But still, I don't think... Um, all the other stuff that we talked about that 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 Barna um, surveyed um, has anything to do with like the race issue. It was just the the generational issue of not sharing faith and not the right. So it's 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 interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, it's interesting. They also have like a graph about it 
that they used and they put together. So it's an interesting thing. And using that, yo, I am the Segway King Uh today, right? Using that as a segue, right, it, it, it leans into, like, today's teaching. Right, right. It leads into today's teaching. So, um, today's teaching has been inspired by the Holy Spirit. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by the Holy Spirit. Right. So, um, oh, wait, time out. Did you uh, look at this chart? Um, yes. Wait, did you Did you notice? So, uh, the cr- Christian millennials were the smallest group and when it came through worship through song, praying aloud, reading of liturgy, communion in in Eucharist, right? Praying in tongues. Those four things, they were the smallest group. Praying in tongues or prayer language, they were the largest group or or the largest uh, whatever percentage. Based, you know, ba- and, and the, the percentages were all practicing Christians, practicing Christian millennials, Generation X, boomers, and elders. And of those one, two, three, four, it those flips. of those right, of those four, of those four uh, categories, the elders were higher, right? And it was like a step. It was elders, boomers, uh, Gen Xers, then millennials being the last. Like it, it's like consistently, you see it. It's like, yep, 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 yep. Nope. <laughs> and yeah. then all of a sudden, so, so that that just gives weight to your um to your statement about the emotionality, right? The emotionality driven aspect, rather than the um <laughs> right over the theological and growth and learning right aspect of like liturgy and praying and you know worship through song so yeah that's interesting i mean well we'll see cuz i you know gen z supposedly is coming coming back to god well so, who knows well i have a gen zer in my house Right, I have a Gen Zer in my house, and we talk about these things. And um, it's funny, like I I no longer had to bang on his door Sunday mornings to come downstairs for service. Right, mm-hmm. and I told him today, it's like, yo, a couple weeks in a row, like we really don't know whether or not you to expect you. Like we don't know what's going on, right? But he's been coming downstairs on his own. His friends have been posting a lot of faith-based content on social media, right? Like it's um it's a weird thing because remember him and his older sister are genera- generation generationally apart by two years. Right? Right, right. His older sister's a millennial, and then he's a Gen Zer. Right, <laughs> right, right. And she's all millennial, right? And she's at the at the bottom end of it, but she's super all the emotion and all that you know once you get off the podcast well later on since you're gonna go see a girl 
Uh, I have to tell you the conversation that we had this week, um, she and I. But, um, right? And, and we had those conversations. And he's like, ah, I mean, I don't know what's up with them. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, like not everything needs to be. Like, and this, and this isn't me, like, telling him. This is him telling me. Right, right. right. You know, that generation... I just hope they don't screw it up for uh, for my generation because I already see all the fixing that we have to do. <laughs> like, so there's some hope. There's some hope for the world. <laughs> hope for the world. But on that, right? On that. So I was um, I was thinking. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! You have to you have to do your normal intro. All right. So for this week, what was my normal intro? This week's topic. Is uh all right, Pastor Jay, what are we gonna be talking about today? <laughs> right, so so um I sent you the study notes, you know, so oh on that <clears throat> apparently the wife thinks that um that I should take these notes and connect them to 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 our to the podcast website, to my website. As downloadable teaching guides, or as a blog, just post them up as a blog post. Why are you not publishing these on the sites? Why are you not saying, "Oh, why you keep attacking me? You're not my boss." Right. But she, but she's not wrong. Um. So for the first time this week, this teaching will be a part of um of the video. Um. Anyway, so just you know, just thinking about faith and works and works and faith right so and and like i like i started like i started the 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 teaching um the whole faith without works is dead right is so misconstrued and so misunderstood um and again because of the emotionality and because of all this other stuff that's why this is messed up i forgot sorry sebastian messed with the light there you go. Right? So I'm I was just thinking about uh and I and I said that I wasn't gonna say this, but I can't I can't not say it. So I was just thinking about the reaction and the response of believers in general. Right, right. Right, with everything. And um whoop, 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 there it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the boom mic. Hey, it was in the shot. Um, and you know, lately I've been, I guess, I guess harping on, on, on us as believers, um, showing and speaking and being kingdom before being race, before being culture, before being anything. Right. Because right, right. Paul teaches that we are aliens. Right. This is not our home. Right. Uh, we no longer live. Right. All these things. Right. So. So in, in, in putting all that together. Right. I, I, I thought about where James, you know, speaks about, you know, James 226. For as the body apart from the spirit is dead. So also faith apart from works is dead. Right. And then. Growing up legalist, right? Growing up legalist, so legalism teaches you that the more you do, right, the greater the greater faith you have. Right, right. right? 
or the more you do, the more spiritual you are, right? So it's a legalism turns faith into a works-based faith, but for the wrong reasons, right? right for the right. wrong reasons. And I put that in here somewhere, right? So, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about all this and I'm thinking about everything that's happening and all the anger and sometimes justifiable anger, right? right but right. even if the anger is justified, right? The Bible speaks against speaking and reacting through the filter of that anger, right? right? right. You know, because then it becomes our anger is not, and then it becomes wrathful. It becomes vengeful. And, and, and that will separate us and take us far away from God because that's not God. So in all things and through all times, we must always be kingdom-minded and we must always adhere to being representatives or ambassadors of heaven. Okay. Right, right. So because of that, when James in this case speaks about works, it's not about doing things to, to, um, to guarantee or to solidify your salvation, right? It's about doing things because, um, our faith in God compels us to do things as Christ did things, right? So Jesus fed, Jesus healed, Jesus partook. He did not shun away. Even when he got anger in his anger, he was, it was, it was an anger, like, you know, flipping tables and whipping people. You know, it was, you know, my father's house was a house of prayer. You turned it into a den of thieves. Even right, right. with all of that, after that, he stayed teaching. And even that, it was more, uh, and they call it righteous anger or righteous indignation. But if you look at that, he was angry because of how how the temple was bastardized. But even in his anger, he was still teaching about what it should be and the respect and the honor that God should be given. Right. right. Whereas now, what happens now is that we just get angry because you insulted or you hurt me as a person, or you hurt me as a race, or me as a culture, right? And then Jesus and our Christianity takes the backboard, right? You, think, you know, I was like, all right, sorry, Jesus. I know that I got to represent you in all things, but, you know, you, I'm going to need you to sit this one out because I am angry and I need to blah, 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 blah. Right, right. right. Um, so this week I cleaned out my, my Instagram. Now I cleaned out my Instagram and it was the most tedious thing I've ever had to do because Facebook sucks and they don't have a like um, mass selection tool, right? So, you know, delete them all at once. Now I had to go one by one. Right, right. Three times. Delete. Delete? Yes, delete. Okay, it's gone. Delete, right? <laughs> and lucky for me, I don't like, I don't post a lot of things, but still, it was still a lot. It was still enough. It took me two days. Right. Um, because, you know, life. So, um, I forgot where I was going with that. So, you were deleting stuff. So I'm, I'm, deleting, I'm deleting stuff, and I see all of these things that, like, impacted me, like the death of my nephew and the death of my dad and all these other things. Um, when we try to do legacy as a church and everybody just, like, quit and abandoned the whole, well, everything. Um, right. And then, but then also the good things like how legacy nights has grown and grown and grown. 
that we had to take it out of the house, like all these things. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, yo, like these things are works. And it's not works because I wanted this giant platform and I wanted to be famous and whatever, but it was, it, it was all birthed from the heart of me wanting to do more for the kingdom, to reach more for the kingdom because of how deep and how far God had to reach to get to me. Right, right. Right. So, so, and, and, and then, so I, I, for me, like the whole, you know, let's, let's be real. Let's, let's, let's talk about it a little. Like James was not unfamiliar with the words of Jesus. Right. He wasn't unfamiliar with the teachings of Jesus. I, um, you know, I am very familiar with the ways and the teaching and even the conversations of all my older brothers. Right? And I've got a lot because I'm the baby boy. I, um, so when it came to what Jesus said and what he was saying, right, I'm trying to look for something that I wrote. Um, he knew what he was talking about. Right? He knew what he was talking about. So I, I, I feel that with everything that's going on right now, now is a good time to begin allowing our, allowing the Holy Spirit to move us to do things that show Christ, that show kingdom, right? To do good works, to show that we have been set apart, to show the distinction between us and non-believers, right, right? right? Because with everything that's been happening and everything that is still happening, right? I feel that the lines between believer and unbeliever have been blurred by anger and emotion and, and, and a cry for justice that is really uh, a heartfelt cry for vengeance. Right? I, I feel that, that, that even those that are not crying for justice or crying for vengeance, they're um, defending, they're defending um, things that they shouldn't be defending only because they feel attacked, right? And, and, if, right, right. and if non-believers want to attack, if non-believers want to get on things and, and jump on things, then again, like, like Paul said, like, who am I to judge a non-believer, right? But I judge the believer, right? So if they want to do that, then let them do that because they don't know Jesus, right? They don't know Jesus the way we do, right? Where everything, we should be compelled by love to do all things for the glory of God. Right? Not compelled by hurt, not compelled by anger, not compelled by uh, a sense of justice or injustice or any of that. Right? And 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 so like we 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 run a risk of of losing ourselves. Right? We want to we run a risk of of um what the Bible calls um like diminishing the the pull or the or the or the call of the Holy Spirit. Right, or, or, right. or the or the the feel of the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives because we are we are drinking from this fountain rather than the fountain of the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, a couple of months ago, we did a teaching on the fruit of the Spirit, and it says in love, joy, peace, 
you know, long suffering, kindness, all these things um, that grow within us the more that we walk with the Holy Spirit and the long that the more we walk with the Holy Spirit, the more these things grow in us and people can see these things. And these are the things that separate us from the non-believer to show that we are disciples of Christ. Right? So it's not, you know, works as in, as, oh, I'm going to do something that I don't like being done, but it needs to be done. It's not works as far as to be compared to what the Jehovah's Witness do or to what the Mormons do, that they feel that they have to do all these things to gain salvation, right? Mm -hmm. To gain their name written in a book, right? It's more of we do these things because God's love compels us to do right. these things, right? So, so we don't do works to gain salvation, but we do good works because we were loved enough to be given, to be given salvation, right? right so the right. love of God compels us to do all these things, to speak in good faith, to, to, to love beyond pain, right? To, to feed the homeless, right? To help the homeless, to feed the, the hungry, right? To give shelter, right? To the needy, right? So I, I, I think that we need to go back, right? To go back to scripture and adhere to scripture because right now, a lot of us are walking around with dead faith because the talk that we're talking does not match with the walk that we're supposed to be walking, right? If, 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 if we talk, then we got to walk the walk. Right. And and narrow is the road. Right. Narrow is the road. And and Jesus said he warned in the Beatitudes. He warned, you know, blessed is blessed is the peacekeeper. Blessed are those who are persecuted for my name's sake. Right. right, right. So the walk is not supposed to be, you know, hunky dory and, you know, full of flowers and pastures around us. Not now. Right. Full, of, full of uh, full of attaboys. Right. <laughs> You ain't patting the back. Yeah, boy, that, oh, yeah, you're doing it right. Red letters, red letters, right? Matthew 7, 21 and 23. Wait, is that the one? Yeah, Matthew 7, 21, 20, 21 and 23, right? It says, you know, Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, the you know, the end, um, many will say to me, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, cast out demons in your name, and do mighty works in your name? And then I, Jesus, will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart of me. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So, right, you can do all these things, and you can say all these things. You could teach, right, teach Bible lessons and quote scripture or whatever, but if your heart isn't matching your words, right, then mm -hmm. you're not walking the walk. Right? The devil, <laughs> Satan himself, used scripture to tempt Jesus to do all these other things. Right? Demons know and they and they and they fear, but they know. Yeah. So I'm not saying that we're all demons, right? What I'm saying is that quoting scripture, chapter, book, and verse is not enough. Right? You can be knowledgeable. I you know this lady who said that there are a lot of Christians who have head knowledge, but their hearts are empty. Right. And like that always impacted me. And it always impacted me because 
I know a lot of people that are like that, that they know Bible, they know scripture, but they don't, they don't walk it. They don't follow it. And what's the use of knowing scripture if as a Christian, you're not going to walk it, right? We, scripture has to be walked. Faith has to be walked, right? right it's right. not just the name, unless it is your name. But even if it's your name and you're a Christian, you still got to walk in faith. I thought you had something to say. <laughs> no, no, that, no, that's, no, that's it's true. What's, what's, what's funny what's, is that I, I just, when, when you were talking about how people reacting, um, you know, I thought James, uh, where, where he said, uh, you know, um, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can salt spring produce fresh water, you know, and, and it's just that idea of, you know, uh, salvation should be producing good works, right? right? Salvation should not be producing salty water, right? And, and you, and you saying, and obviously I'm general you, right? And you saying, oh, because that's what I thought about when you were talking about the Jesus thing too, right? You know, he flipped the tables and people like, oh, you can't tell me I can't get mad because Jesus got mad and he flipped tables and he whooped people. Not the same thing, mm -hmm. right? Because your anger is the, you know, Jesus really, if you think about it, his anger was not directed necessarily at, at these people, I mean, it was directed at these people, but it's more so directed at what they were doing, at, at what right. was being said, at, or what right. was being done. It was more of a heart issue. So all right. that was because the people's hearts were wrong. So he was flipping over. It was almost like, like I said in my post a while ago, right? It's flipping over the tables of your heart because there needs to be a heart change, right? Right. And so, so the idea that, you know, so it's 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 almost like we have to ask ourselves when we volunteer to do something. It's like why why am I participating in this, right? Why am I participating in this activity? Is it because oh that's what this is what I, it's what I'm supposed to do, right? There's a big difference between supposed to and want to, right? Right? And it's like well it's because I'm supposed to do this. So I, you know, why do I go to church three days a week? Oh, I'm supposed to. Right. It's it's uh, it, it just becomes the thing. Right. And I think that um, a lot of these ideas of of, you know, loving your neighbor, all these things, are they've become things that are supposed to be done. You're a Christian. You're supposed to. Mm. Right. And it's like, no, I'm a Christian and I screw up, but I want to do these things because I want to follow Jesus out of out of like you just said earlier, out of that out of out of that love in my heart, not out of a well, this is what I'm supposed to do, right? Right. Um, I was saying, like, you know, the works that we do, the good works that we do, right, shouldn't be for the goal of gaining salvation, but rather be the evidence, right, of having been saved, right. So you do these good works because you have gained salvation. So because you have been saved, you were saved, and because of what Jesus did for you, right, that compel, that should compel us to do right. good works. It's an evidence of faith, not a work for faith, right? right? So it's not something that we do to gain. It's something that we do because, right? right? right. 
it should compel us, right? The love of God compels us to love like God, not the love of God, or not, you know, we're not compelled to do things because we want God to love us, right? He loves us, and because of that love, we do things, right? So it's 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 one of those, it's one of those, um, it's 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 one of those tricky things where you're right, we can be, we can get caught up. We can't get caught up in the, well, you know, well, God says it in the Bible, so I have to do it, right? Or I'm supposed to, well, you know, I <laughs> I don't like you, right? I don't like you. I can't stand you. But the Bible says that I'm supposed to love everybody, so I guess I can help you, right? right. Like, it's like one of those things. It's not, that's, right. no, that's, that's not the same that's, thing. That's, that's not, and we've said that before. I mean, we've said that in our own lives as we've grown, right? Right, it's. I think part of it, there is some truth to that. I think that's a way to remind ourselves. But I think where you, where you notice, where you notice uh, where it's God and where it's not, it's it's how difficult it is to do. Right. So if so right. if if I have to constantly tell myself, well, I gotta love Jay because the Bible says love him. Oh, I gotta love Jay because the Bible says love him. Right. Now that that's not coming out of my heart. That's coming out of my head. Right. Right. But if I'm like, yo, I, I love Jay, you know, I've, I've had my issues with the dude, but whatever. I love the dude. Right. That that can be more of a of a heart thing coming through. Right. And so and to perfect example, you know, you've talked about like your feelings about the guy that killed your nephew. Right. It's very, it's very easy to tell people, well, I got to love him because God says I got to love him. Right. Right. And you do it through gritted teeth. I still want vengeance, but I got to love him because I'm going to say, you know, you just, it's, it's still this, this, uh, like a wrenching, uh, emotion and, and battle. What's the difference? The diff now, the flip side of that could be like, yo, I, I know what he did. But I gotta pray for his soul because God loves him, mm -hmm. like He loves me. Because regardless, not, and, this is, and not, this is my prayer. This is my prayer. I pray this, like regardless of what he did, and regardless of how I feel about it, he is still someone that Jesus hung on the cross for. Right. It's that's the thing. <laughs> you say when you say I gotta pray, and I think that's a like it's. I mean, it's not perfect, right? But it's like I gotta pray for this dude's salvation because God loves him. Right? That's different. That's heart as opposed to, well, God said I got to pray for him and I got to love him anyway. So, God said I have to love my enemies. So. Well, God said, so I'm going to do that. See, that's a difference, right? <laughs> I'd rather stop for him, but uh, God said. <laughs> right. and that's the point. I think that's the point when it comes to faith and works and works and faith is that uh, maybe not, maybe we don't need to be doing every work, but we need to be doing the works that compel us uh, that, that we're compelled to do uh, uh, from love uh, because of God's love in our hearts. Right. So and it has, and it has to come from a heart that has been renewed by God. Right. And that's the key thing. Right. Because a lot of times, a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Oh my God, I'm gonna say it. A lot of times, you know, we 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 go to church and we say the the prayer, right? But it's just um, it's it's just speech. Right? It's just speech. We go, we get prayer, we say the prayer of salvation. I keep throwing up air quotes because 
you know, the Bible says nothing about prayer of salvation, right? Um, like Zacchaeus never <laughs> put his hands up and said a prayer of salvation, right? The centurion never did a prayer of salvation, but, you know, we're going to go into theological debates that I don't want to get into because you can't handle this. But, um, right. Um, but you know, Corinthians 5, right, 17, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is dead, the new has come, right? Uh, but um, going on that, right, it, it's doing good works, compelled by Christ, compelled by his love, um, in, in, in tandem with the Holy Spirit, or, or, or moved by the Holy Spirit, right, shows a heart change, right? right. It shows, it's evidence of a heart that has been made flesh of a heart renewed by the Holy Spirit, right? About a heart whose veil has been torn and the Holy Spirit has been allowed to come and make his home, right? And and while doing this, like I didn't know, like oh, as many times I've read the Bible, I never paid attention. But Ephesians two ten, Paul says, you know, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So like. Like these things are part of God's plan, right? To show right, right. that we are his disciples, to show that we, to, to, to show the distinction between those that claim Christ and those that don't, right? So it's it's evidence mm -hmm. doing these things and responding in, in, in ways that show that that Jesus is Lord of all, that we walk, that we walk alongside the Holy Spirit it, it it all these these are all good works that show evidence of a life and a heart that has been changed by God, right? So 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 in 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 conjunction with what you said, we don't have to force ourselves to do them. We don't have to convince ourselves to do them, right? Because the Holy Spirit is within us, and we have been changed, and and these things come easy because. Again, I keep using that word. Maybe it should be the new word, the new title of the of the of the show. Like we are compelled to do these things, right? Like we love because we love everyone because Christ first loved us, right? So it's like these it's these these, these interactions, these exchanges that take right, place right. Um, in the spiritual realm because of what God already did, not because of what we want God to do. Right, right, right. So. Faith without works is dead. So we don't want you, we're not, we're not teaching that, you know, show your faith by getting busy, right? Right, right. What we're saying is your faith will compel you to do things, to, to get busy and to help and to love. And and it won't be hard the law, the the, the tighter and the closer that you walk with the Holy Spirit. Right. So if you have to push through these things or if you have to force yourself through these things, if anything, that should be a sign or a highlight showing you that, hey, maybe your prayer life has been dwindling. Maybe, you know, you the last time you fasted, right, was months or years ago. You know, maybe you're not leaning into scripture, into Bible reading and into, you know, into the Holy Spirit as much or as often as you should, right? So instead of fighting, you know, you see, you, you, you take a step outside or take a step back and see what it is, right? right? And, and, and lean on 
and, and lean on these things to get yourself closer to God rather than argue about these things that already show evidence of you, like of your love growing cold, right? right of you. Right. Like and, the thing is, right. and the thing is, is there's, there's, um, I mean, and there's tools to get that done. I, I showed uh, Jay and Angel uh, last week how if you open up the Bible app, it's got a devotional there every day uh, um, based the, off of the story the, devotional, right? The, yeah, the story devotional based off of the verse of the day. So you can read the verse of the day and have and it's, they're short and have, uh, you know, you have the scripture reading. You have uh, somebody get, that kind of gives you a one minute little talk about it, then you have a little devotional reading, then you have a prayer, and you're done. And so just taking those those steps. It's all it is. Right? Um, those steps. When I used to drive to work, um, Judah Smith, his church home app, at 8.30 every morning, he has those guided prayers. Right? Okay. They read a Bible verse, and then they pray. Right? And you're just there. I was just there in my car, and I would just listen to it and stay in meditation and in communion. It was dope. 8.30 every morning, it, it drops, right? Um, yeah, so, so the idea is... is there like, are tools. It's, you know, it's, it's finding, finding that thing to help you make that connection so that you can listen to your heart to do those works that God's, that, that God's placed there in you. Because remember, as you do those works, two things change. You change in the lives you work you're doing the works with or for also change. And I think right. that um, too many times we say, well, God called me to do something. But then if we step back, well, where's the change? Where's the connection? If it's not there, maybe that's not your heart. Maybe that's just a desire. Check the heart. What is it? Ooh, and, and, work, and, and work through that. And I think we're done. That's it. Nothing left to say. That's it. Hey, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, now that we're putting videos up, Jay told me I have to start doing this. Don't forget, you can hit the subscribe button somewhere <laughs> underneath us. Hit the little bell. The notification lets you know when we post. Uh, and as always, we're on Spotify, Apple, Google, all the places. You can go to theoverflowpodcast.com. <laughs> I haven't said that website in so long. Uh Sign up. You can sign up to any. And to yo, and yo, yo, real quick, real quick, real quick. Before we forget, before we forget, shout out to our people and our listeners and our listeners in Ireland. Apparently, we got one person or a couple of two nah, people. It's got to be more than one person because that was like, the first time. Right? So I mean, we're we're based in that we're based in Atlanta, right? So we're based in the United States. So the United States has always been number one in our listenership. But as far for the past few weeks. Ireland has doubled the United States as far as our listeners. So, so whoever's listening to Ireland, maybe we'll do a, a, maybe we'll go out there and like maybe, do a live maybe, show out there. Maybe we'll go out there in 2022 when they find us. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thanks for joining us. As always, we love you. Uh, check y'all next week. We'll be here. No fear. Because, uh, the dog is here. All ah. right. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. Hey, as always, I'm Joaquin. I'm still Jay. Hey, peace. Love you guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Remember to go to the overflowpodcast.com to subscribe.
subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms and catch up on all the links of the week. And don't forget to follow our playlist on Spotify.